You are listening to the Purvakhyan podcast where we discuss historical events and impressions of the past. This podcast is dedicated in the loving memory of our late grandfather Kaka Sahib Chitare. He loved to tell stories, all kinds of stories, especially about his experiences. His face lit up when he shared stories and they were in such detail as if he remembered them from a few minutes ago. He always shared a piece of his past to let us learn from it. He would share his tales hoping to let us learn from them and imbibe our own versions into our lives. This podcast is co-hosted by me and my sister Savi. So let us begin this episode. 1945. The war is finally over. The Axis powers have unconditionally surrendered. But then the A bomb dropped on Hiroshima Nagasaki. as a form of revenge for the pearl harbor usa ahead in the arms race developed economy now becomes a nuclear weapons manufacturer this bombing not only was a reason for revenge but a reason to show the world that usa is now the superpower exactly usa had now amassed a stable amount of power in running the global economy but it had a fair competition from the communist ussr that had retained its economy even after the dreadful nazi invasion moving to 1947 economically ruined germany was distributed among the us uk and france and the ussr as west and east germany respectively germany was in such a state that to buy even a loaf of bread Germans had to pay an entire check of marks. The value of German mark had practically become null. Now, Berlin, the capital of Germany, was quite in a pickle it seems, or rather West Berlin was in a tricky situation because the city of Berlin itself was also divided among West and East Berlin, again among the Western powers and the Soviet Union respectively. So West Berlin was surrounded by soviet territory quite the peculiar and uh, fragile situation right well this situation marks the beginning of history's most nerve-wracking wars the cold war well it seems that the two superpowers are now coming face to face and at any point of time a confrontation seems possible yep the decision of distributing germany we see that it was more of a compromise the western powers allied together to develop western germany in the capitalist way while stalin and the rest of the soviet union had communist plans for the development of eastern germany ussr had always planned on controlling all of europe and they thought that the best way to make uh, to make this possible was to make it communist but it also wanted to make sure that germany would never again come to such heights of power that it might challenge the soviet union again so it went ahead making germany completely dependent on the soviet union on the other hand usa set out providing loans to europe all the european countries that took part in the war and primarily to west germany for their redevelopment hence martial aid was given by the united states to improve prosperity and rebuild war torn regions of europe to prevent the spread of communism but ussr refused this aid 
However, the rest of the Europe accepted it. That means this was the first stage of the cold interactions between the now two superpowers, the USSR and the USA. Well, it's 1948, and this is the time where any compromise or alliance between the USSR and USA is utterly impossible. Yeah. Stalin was looking for a chance or for a reason to block the Western influence on East Germany. He thus created a complete blockade of West Berlin. We can see that Berlin comes under East Germany and thus the West Berlin was completely surrounded by Soviet territory, which means all the necessities that were needed by West Berlin needed to be transported through East Germany by railroads. Stalin decided to block these railroads, hence blocking the very much needed supply of necessities of bread, fuel and other things to a starving West Berlin. So now, there were three possibilities with the US government, presented by specialists to Truman, the then US president. First, evacuate American troops from West Berlin, since there was no chance of them winning, as they were surrounded by Soviet troops all around. Or second, was to give West Berlin to the Soviets, after the agitation of the already starving West Berliners. Or third, declare war on USSR. All three options, however, did not appear to be good on their part. That is why the US government came up with a plan to perform an airlift of the rations needed by the West Berliners. Yes, that was a great idea because transport through air did not violate any laws and thus the Soviets could not shoot down or obstruct these planes since attacking them would mean they clearly start a war. Exactly. However, the rations needed by Berlin were too much for the already damaged and exhausted planes after the World War II. Berlin needed 4,500 tons of necessities per day. The planes at first could only manage to supply 1,000 tons per day. And that too with the help of the Royal Air Force, who had now become accustomed to war rationings. But even with this less of a supply, the planes were still sent to West Berlin until a better solution could come up. This better solution was given by General William Tanner, who had previously supplied resources to occupy China through the Himalayas. He came up with a plan that could send 4,500 tons per day, which came as a new hope for West Berlin and the US government. This exhausted both the planes and the pilots, leading to many accidents while being at air. But the people of West Berlin, after the increase of supplies, became more and more friendly towards these US troops, and the mechanics hitchhiked on planes to help repair them. There was also a pilot who, by somewhat defying Tunner's orders, gave out parcels to children which contained candies. And when this grabbed the attention of Tunner, he thought of it as a great PR and showed the humanity of the Americans in the Berlin airlift. This was so successful that the airlift delivered 2.4 million tons of resources in 15 months. Now, with the increasing hopes of West Berlin, the influence of Western powers spread to East Berlin. So Stalin basically did not get 
any of the results he wanted, yeah. which meant that the blockade would have to end to sustain the resources and the economy of Eastern Germany. And so it did in 1949. And consequently, after this blockade was lifted, the Western powers, uh, Western forces, allied under USA to form NATO, which clearly showed that USA and USSR would never again ally over anything. So now, USSR decided to test its A-bomb. And with this, a new kind of war began. A war fought with proxy states and bonds instead of direct confrontations. The USSR and USA thus would never again directly battle like they did during the Berlin airlift. Of course, they would never directly do that since it was a war with nuclear weapons involved. So now there was literally no option other than an indirect confrontation. Otherwise, the entire world would be in jeopardy because of two countries in a power struggle. Exactly. But you would think that after Berlin airlift, there would be no confrontations against the two superpowers in Germany, since USSR now gradually shifted its focus to the east. But you would be pretty wrong, because now there would be something much more than a blockade. Yeah, guess what? A wall. Yes, a wall. So if you guys want an episode to know more about the Berlin Wall, let us know on Instagram. DM us. Also, look forward to the next episode where we further talk about the Cold War. It keeps getting more and more interesting. The next episode will be a brief look at the Cuban Missile Crisis, which is a nerve-wracking and even more colder than the Berlin Airlift. You would get goosebumps. This is, this is a crisis wherein we would think that they would not confront each other directly, but this is at most the direct confrontation that they got to, and they hurled towards a destruction that would affect not just these two countries, but the entire world. So thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you like this podcast, follow, subscribe, share, and listen. Keep listening. Thank you. Disclaimer, this podcast does not wish to harm any values or opinions of any person or community. This is merely a history podcast to share information.